For the second time in just a couple of verses in Ephesians chapter 6, the Apostle Paul reminds us to put on the full armor of God. Last week when we saw Paul suggesting that we put on the full armor of God, he talked about the reason why. He talked about our struggle, the real struggle that isn't against flesh and blood, but the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Today, he's going to urge us to put on the full armor of God to be ready for the day of evil. And so our goal tonight is to just kind of wrap our minds around what does that mean, the day of evil? That when the day of evil comes, we'll be able to stand our ground. I don't know how many of you are into fail videos, but I can tell you way back when I taught in high school, and we had homeroom time. The students loved it when we spent the last five or six minutes of homeroom watching different fail videos. And I'm pretty sure that's the first time I saw this one. Maybe you've seen it too. The FBI is trying to gain entry into somebody's home and some exuberant FBI officer, as you can see on the left, climbs the fence. And I don't know if you can see the little spindles on top of the fence, but that was no easy proposition to get over that fence. Shortly after he climbed the fence and gained entry to the property, the other FBI officer pushed the open gate and walked right through. A little bit comical, right? He didn't have to climb the fence to get in. If he would have just checked the gate, he could have walked right in like the other person did. And as I was think, thinking about that for tonight, I, I, there's a spiritual lesson in that. So I think there are times in our lives when, we're, when we feel like we're okay, that, that our fences are good enough that, that Satan can't quite get over them, that it's going to be difficult for him to climb over those fences. What the Apostle Paul is reminding us tonight is that Satan has an understanding, an understanding of where our weaknesses are. One pastor once said it this way, that Satan climbs the fence at its lowest point. Meaning what Satan is really interested in is finding your low point, finding the place that is most vulnerable and then exploiting that. It's kind of what Paul's talking about with the day of evil. We'll dig into it a little bit more with this verse from Ephesians chapter 6. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground and after you have done everything to stand. Last week it was schemes. That was the word that, that Paul used to take our stand against the devil's schemes. And we spoke about that a little bit last week about how Satan has plans for you. How he thinks about ways that, that he can take you away from God. And Paul's speaking the way that he does in these first few verses of Ephesians chapter 6 toward the end of the chapter are to make us aware. He wants us to be aware that it's not going to be easy that there is going to be a struggle, that there are going to be spiritual enemies and spiritual attacks that come after our faith. One of the weaknesses that we often have is the inability to admit that we're weak. We want to be strong. We want to be seen as strong. We don't want anyone to think that, that somehow we can't handle the things that are coming our way, the temptations and the frustrations of life. One of the first opportunities that we have to stand our ground begins with humility. Think of Solomon's words in Proverbs that pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before the fall. 
When you and I think that somehow we're strong enough that we can handle Satan on our own, that's already a strike against us. But in humility, when we admit that, that we are weak, that we're weak, that we, when we abandon any thought that we can do this ourselves, that we can stand up against Satan ourselves, that's what turns us to the right source. That's what takes us to the strength that only Jesus can provide so that we can stand our ground against Satan's temptations. There's a, an evangelical writer, a, a Christian writer named David Jeremiah, and, and, and I read this a few years ago, but it was pretty interesting, his take. He, he said, let's just pretend for a minute that, that you had an opportunity to walk into Satan's office, if he had an office, and open his filing cabinets. You might be surprised that, that in those filing cabinets, there's a file that has your name on it. There's a file that has my name on it. And if you open that file that, that Satan has on you and, and on me, if we open those files, we might see all of Satan's notes. Notes about the temptations that worked. Notes about the ones that, that weren't as successful. And then variations on the theme that he knows is working as he tempts you. Not sure that's true, but it paints a picture, doesn't it? That Satan is aware of the things that trip us up. That he's trying to constantly work his way into our lives by hitting us where we're the weakest. So maybe I could just ask you to contemplate this for a moment tonight. What would your file say? Where does Satan have notes about you to hit you at your weakest spot? See, if you start to wrap your brain around that a little bit and know yourself and be honest with yourself, it's when you can recognize what the day of evil is really all about. When the day of evil comes, Paul says, you'll be able to take your stand. I suppose when we hear that phrase at first, the day of evil, we maybe think it's one time, a one, one temptation, and that might be true, but I think it's more than, than just one moment in our lives. This could be a series of temptations. It could be a lifetime of the day of evil that Satan comes after us again and again. But perhaps I could just leave it at this. When the Bible describes that day of evil, when Paul uses that word, he's probably describing some temptation that's extra sharp, that's really difficult for us to resist, that we find trips us up over and over and over again. Could we practice just a little bit from biblical stories about days of evil? If I took you to back to King David's life in the Old Testament, you could probably identify some of the days of evil that David had, but, but perhaps none was more sharp of a temptation to David than the night that he saw from his palace roof Bathsheba. Or how about Peter? We could think about several moments from Peter's life that we could call his day of evil, but maybe none was as sharp a temptation as when Peter was standing in the courtyard when Jesus was on trial before the Sanhedrin and a servant girl came up to him, plying him with questions about being one of Jesus' disciples. And Peter was quick to disown Jesus three times. Gives you kind of a picture of what that idea of the day of evil is. And, and so maybe again, very much like the file that Satan might have on you or me, could we ask ourselves, well, what about us? Where's the day of evil that Satan comes 
calling on you, on me? Is it worry and anxiety? Is it pride? Is it substances? Is it images on a computer? Is it anger that bubbles up so quickly in you? It could be many of those things. But you see what Satan does, right? He knows. He knows those little spots where we're weak, that that low point in our fence, and, and that's what he tries to exploit. And if I stop this devotion right now, you might all walk out that door extremely depressed. We don't have to be. Because that's why Paul talks about it. He wants you to stand your ground. God wants you to stand your ground. And there's only one way to do so. There is one way to stand your ground against Satan and it's not found inside of you or inside of me. Put on the full armor of God, Paul says. And as you look at those pieces of the full armor of God, notice how each one is necessary, how they all work together to protect the body. And in a spiritual sense, they work to protect us from Satan's attacks. The helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace, the shield of faith, the sword of the spirit. Do you see where all of those things are centered? Every single piece of armor that that God wants us to put on, that he gives us, is connected to Jesus. That's how we stand our ground. Not in the strength that we can bring to resist Satan, but in the defeat of Satan that's already ours because Jesus defeated him on the cross. This past Sunday, we got to see the culmination of Jesus saving work all over again when he left the tomb, when when he rose from the dead to guarantee you and me that his defeat of Satan was complete and that your salvation and mine is tied up in the work of our Savior. God took it one step further, didn't he? He gave you the faith to believe the promises that he has made in his word. He gave you the faith to trust that that victory against that Jesus won over Satan is, is your victory. It's my victory. It's found in his word. Every piece of that armor is connected to the word of God. So how do we prepare ourselves to stand that ground? How do we put on the full armor of God? You're, you're doing it right now. You're doing it when you hear God's word when you listen to or read a devotion, when you meditate on God's word, that's how God connects you to those promises of Jesus and makes you ready to stand your ground against Satan and his attacks. That's why the Apostle Paul could write in Romans chapter 8, if God is for us, who can be against us? And then in verse 37, he wrote this, no, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. That's your guarantee. And it's the strength of Jesus that allows us to put on the full armor and stand against the assaults of Satan. A couple of takeaways from our devotion tonight. Number one, the day of evil will come, but the armor of God allows us to stand our ground. King David wrote it this way in Psalm 27, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Number two, The armor of God is the victory of Jesus and provides strength in temptation. As he concluded the great resurrection chapter of 1 Corinthians 15, Paul said that our thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And then he said this, Stand firm, brothers and sisters. 
Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know your labor in the Lord is never in vain. Would you agree with this? I think culturally, there's a little bit of a struggle when it comes to admitting weakness, admitting that we need the help that only Jesus can give. Don't, don't we live in a society that prides itself on being able to thrive through adversity, to make it through the difficulties of life, to, to rally ourselves and, and make sure that we're grabbing life by the tail and making sure everything's going our own way? Nobody wants to appear weak. Nobody wants to admit that we can't do it on our own. That's a bad place to be when it comes to the day of evil. But not with Jesus. Jesus himself promises you and me, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. You don't stand alone in this fight against Satan. And when you stand with Jesus, Jesus will give you the strength to stand your ground against Satan. Amen. Peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, today we thank you for the beautiful weather over the last few days. What a great opportunity to get outside, to enjoy your beautiful creation, to, to remember the joys of, of warmth and, and sunlight and, and just great days to be outside. Thank you for your sacrifice for us the Easter joy that, that we still have today and every day of our lives because of your victory. And then thank you. Thank you for standing with us as we face the assaults of Satan and the evils of this life. We know with you standing by us, Lord, we're not alone, but you give us the strength to resist those temptations and you guide us through this life to the joy of heaven with you. I ask you to protect us all. Protect our hearts and our faith from the assaults of Satan from those days of evil, remind us where our strength lies and, and help us to find it as we put on the full armor of God. We pray all of these things in the name of our Savior Jesus. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.